Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Or better yet, should I say, good morning, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to pick at Chad or else he thinks I'm mad at him. So, uh, but it is good to see everybody here this morning. I know in the bulletins it says Pastor Chad's doing the announcements, but we've sort of shri- switched up roles today. So I am going to do the announcements this morning, but it is good to see everybody here this morning. We are here um, to worship our Lord and Savior, but we are also honoring our graduates today. So this is our graduation, our graduate recognition Sunday. Um, but I do have a few announcements. Uh, next Sunday is our Memorial Day service, but Sunday night we will be having our first picnic at the creek for the year. We will be providing, the church will be providing the main course. We're going to be having barbecue as well as some hot dogs. Um, And what we ask is that you all bring uh, side dishes, desserts, drinks, everything like that. The church will provide all the the plates and, and forks and spoons and napkins and cups and ice. But you guys bring everything else. Bring your chair and join us down at the at the uh, the creek at our picnic shelter, and we will have a good time of fellowship. I'm sure Terry will bring his cornhole board. So you guys make Chris make sure you practice your cornhole tossing. You've had the winter off. It's time to to show because he practices every day at work. So, yep. Every lunch time, don't you, Terry? Lunch and, lunch and while you're supposed to be working? Is that what you said? Okay. But uh, in preparation for that, the, the men are, are planning on getting together Thursday night at 6 o'clock, weather permitting, to, uh, to, to do some work around the church and get the, the down at the creek ready for uh, Sunday night. So we look forward to that. Also look forward to seeing you guys Sunday night. And if you look at your bulletin, there are three things. We have some things coming up. The first Sunday or Saturday of June. Can you believe it's June already? First Saturday of June, we have our breakfast. It's at the uh, it's in the fellowship hall. It's sponsored by the Baptist men. And then on the 12th, June 12th, is our homecoming service. We will be here. We will have uh, a, a dinner on the ground at, in the fellowship hall afterwards. We ask everybody to bring food to share with everybody. And we're going to have a big time in there for that. But that's June 12th. And then at the end of June, June 26th through 29th, we will be having VBS. This year's theme is Spark Studio. And uh, if you need any more information about that, please see Pastor Chad. If you're interested in helping, leading a group or anything like that, see Pastor Chad. Um, This is for preschool or nursery through fifth grade? Sixth grade? Nursery through sixth grade. If you're interested in helping or or in any way, please see Pastor Chad. But it is also great to see everybody here this morning. If it is your first time being here and visiting with us, please fill out a visitor's card and place it in our offering box on your way out. We are just so thankful for you being here. And I know that uh, Jackie has something to share. I wasn't here last Sunday because I went to jail. So, (laughs) Um, no, actually, uh, I went to Sandy Run's, the service at Sandy Run in the morning, but I did go to jail in the afternoon. It was the first time for us to go in two years? Almost three years. Almost three years because they closed the jail uh, for COVID. And I just already said I had to make it quick. And so I just want to say, pray for us. And and not just our group, but pray for all the groups that go because we do have a captive audience. And um, and I, I do know that I, I had asked some ladies to pray for me And I do know that God answered that prayer because I didn't know what I was going to... The ladies are a little bit different from the men. The ladies like for you to have a a lesson with them. 
And um, so I wasn't sure what I was going to pre uh, preach. <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was going to speak about. And the word friend just kept coming to my mind and about Jesus being our friend. And I was talking to the ladies about that. And I noticed these two women were, were looking at each other and smiling and grinning. And I was like, what is going on? And uh, afterwards, they said to me, we, we were talking about the very same thing last night. So they said, this is God. This is a sign from God. So I was like, wow. <laughs> that was just amazing. So, um, you know, another thing it says is, even if you're nervous, I mean, because I'm, I'm always nervous when I go. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but God will just use you. So we're not going to have another training until 2023. But just be praying about it because... Um, I won't lie, it is scary, but, but God is there. So it's, it's a blessing. So thank you, and please pray for us. As I have mentioned before, today is our Graduate Recognition Sunday. So at this time, if you would all please stand as our graduates enter. remain standing as we go to the Lord in prayer. Our blessed Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Dear Lord, praising your name. And dear Lord, we are here to worship you this morning. While we honor these graduates, we pray for them that they will continue to seek you, that they will continue to walk in your way. But dear Lord, you are the focus today. And for this short hour, please take all the cares of our lives away so that we may fully focus on you. May you have your way with us today. I lift up Chad today as he brings our message that you would speak through him and give him the words to say and that he would follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, I pray for Sandra and our choir as they lead us in worship. And I pray for each person sitting in this auditorium today that you would open our ears, that you would open our hearts, and that we would hear from you today. That the gospel of Jesus Christ will change lives today. And that the kingdom of God will continue to grow. Dear Lord, bless us right now. And we give you all the honor and glory for it all. And it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Would you remain standing as we sing our, hymn, our call to worship, hymn number 411. We'll sing the first and the fourth verses of Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. 
Emma Faith Hubbard, Malia Bailey, Elizabeth Bell Johnson, and Corey Achenbach. You four are probably rejoicing today because you have reached the end of 13 years. They didn't get held back a year, they went to kindergarten. <laughs> of hard work, pain, sleepless nights, and worries. This time in your life is called graduation. It marks an ending, but yet a beginning. There are gonna be smiles and hugs and tears and shouts of joy, and I'm sure some of you are gonna throw your caps into the air, and they're gonna go sailing along with your hopes and your dreams. But this certainly is a time of celebration, excitement, and I hope enthusiasm. So let's prepare you. Life is like a coin. You can spend it any way you wish, but you can only spend it once. Choosing one thing over all the rest throughout life is gonna be a difficult thing to do. But Jesus gave us an idea how to put things in perspective in the book of Matthew. It reads, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So if you seek first in your lives God's kingdom, then whatever else that you do ought to relate to that goal. Where are you going to work? With whom you're gonna spend your life with? How to spend your money? What you eat and even where you're going to live? Life places before us hundreds of possibilities. Some are bad, but there's a lot of good possibilities. So each of you must decide what priority takes first place in your life. Graduation means you have only come to the end of one path in your life. Now it's time to explore new dreams, distant horizons, and just tackle on more challenges. The path has just ended and now it leads you to several roads to choose throughout life. There lies before you an untrodden path, an unopened door, a mountain peak to climb. So let us at Crestview Baptist Church challenge you to walk that path, open that door, climb that mountain. I have found some uh, 10 habits that they, a doctor has said proves for your life to be successful. And some of these may still apply to us. Number one, make your bed every morning. <laughs> this causes organization and an accomplishment. Number two, say and send thank you cards. You're going to be receiving gifts in these next couple of weeks. Let that person know that gave you a gift what kind of person you are by thanking them. Be courteous, positive, and productive. Respect your parents. Just because some of you are gonna be moving out in a few weeks, does that mean you don't respect them? Respect them for the rest of their lives. Can I get an amen? <laughs> get a job. Do not expect your parents or the government to keep you up. <laughs> Always be willing to learn. You will never be too smart. Dream big, face up to your mistakes and fix them. Stay in church, very important. Chad and I were talking about that a while ago, how in just a few months, so many this age drop out of church. Stay in church. We need you and you need us. <clears throat> and last but not least, keep God first in your life. Pray and read the Bible daily. Let God be your guide and hang tough. Follow your dreams with determination. And when you find yourself not knowing which path to travel next, don't be afraid, be wise, and call us. We'll be glad to give you some suggestions. <laughs> but always choose God's way.
and that will be choosing excellence. Our prayers are with each of you, and congratulations, and may God continue to bless you on your journey.
today, we came here to honor graduates. But we're going to do more than that today. We're going to talk about step, taking a step of faith out into the world. You guys have learned many, many lessons for 13 years, right? And I guarantee you, you're going to continue to learn lessons daily. Today, Faith just learned the lesson not to take selfies on her dad's phone. Because he will use them against her. So, but, I'm going to uh, share some scripture with you, and we're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and we're going to jump right into this. The scripture we're going to read today is a very familiar story for most people. Um, Matthew 14, 22 through 33. Would everyone please stand while we read the word of God? Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out saying, Save me, Lord. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got in the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were with him in the boat, came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for these four graduates. And um, we just pray for them this morning as they prepare to leave one chapter in their life and jump right into another one, Lord. Lord, I pray that they seek your guidance daily as they walk through the storms that life throws at us. Lord, be with us during the service today. And I pray that when my mouth opens, it's not my words that come out, but Lord, it's yours. Thank you for your word. We love you so much, God. Amen. You can be seated. In this story that I've heard hundreds of times since uh, I was in elementary school, talking about the, the amazingness of Jesus walking on the water. And that is an amazing part of the story. To, but what I want to focus on is Peter today. Um, Peter... Uh, he's kind of a kind of a rocky past when it he had a little bit of a rocky past there when it came to Jesus. He was he seemed to doubt Jesus in, in times, and and he even denied Jesus. But here we see in this scripture that um, they see Jesus coming out onto out into the water, and it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been out on a boat during uh, when the swells are pretty big out in the ocean. Uh, I had never until several years ago, we went to Florida, Jonathan and myself, and we were out on a boat, and uh, it wasn't storming, but the wind was blowing, and the swells were, they were supposed to be about six foot that day, and I think they were 12 foot, and that boat was tossed around, and this was a nice, uh, like a, a yacht-like boat, one they do fishing on, and it was pretty... Um, 
I don't know, it was pretty scary being out on that boat. But the disciples were out on the boat, and I don't know what their boat looked like, but I can imagine that it was more like just a regular old wooden boat with nothing fancy about it. And uh, it says the wind was, uh, what was the word they used? Boisterous, yes. The the wind. Oh, it was con. It was boisterous, and the waves were were contrary. And so we're they're being tossed around, and uh, it's night. It says fourth watch, so it's, it's dark outside. And they look out on the water, and they see somebody walking toward them on the water. I've never experienced that. That would be kind of that would that would be unsettling. When they found out it was Jesus, Jesus said it was him, and Peter. Peter, in his time of doubt, and in one of his times of doubt, he didn't just believe it was Jesus. He said, Jesus, if it's you, stretch out your hand and tell you to come to me. And tell me to come to you. So that's what, that's what Jesus did. And Peter took a step of faith. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever tried to walk on water, it doesn't work out real well. Um... We tend, to, we tend to sink or sometimes bob and float a little bit. But I think, uh, but Peter took that step of faith after his moment of doubt and he walked out on the water to Jesus. And we think, oh yeah, Peter's doing this. He's doing good. And he's going to Jesus. But as he is on his way to Jesus, he's, he loses sight of what's important. He loses sight of Jesus and he starts to notice the wind and the waves and I'm sure there was water just crashing around him and uh, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't a pleasant place for Peter to be. And so in that moment of weakness when he lost sight of Jesus and he started looking at what was going on around him, he began to sink. And immediately, he asked Jesus, he said, help me, Lord. And Jesus reached out his hand, and he got Peter, and he pulled him back out of the water, and put him in the boat, and questioned Peter about his faith. Well, why is this important, and what does this have to do with graduation? Well... The four of you guys, you guys could say, you might say high school's been pretty rough at times. High school been pretty rough at times? Ups, you have your ups and downs. Eh. But one day, you're probably, now this may not be true for everybody, but you're more than likely going to look back and think the responsibilities and the things that you had to do in high school are nothing compared to the responsibilities of being an adult, of growing up, getting jobs of your own, starting families of your own eventually. These responsibilities far outweigh the responsibilities of a high school senior, I can guarantee you. So what we're going to talk about today is what we can do to keep our eyes on Jesus. Because as you walk out into the world, as you leave your high school on June the 3rd, high school graduates, no longer high school students, and you step out into the real world, yeah, you're going to be, some of you are going to be going to college, going to work. The world is going to try to pull you in all different directions. A couple of the things Sandra talked about who I want to focus on. It's important that you guys remain faithful to your church. You guys need to be here. When I left, when my, my group that I graduated with, I was the only one, and I'm not bragging by far, I'm just telling you as a fact, I was the only one of my friend group that graduated that continued to come to church after... Um, after church was over. And I don't know, I count that too. I can thank mom for that because we didn't get up in Sunday morning and say, well, we might have to go to church today. 
we got up on Sunday morning and we were going to church. It didn't matter if we wanted to, you know, if we weren't sick and we were healthy, we were going to church. It's an important place for you guys to be because here in this building, you're going to have people to encourage you, people to build you up, people to pray for you, and people to love you. And when you go out into the world, there are going to be people out in the world that do that for you. But when you go out into the world, you're going to find people that want to tear you down. People that want to tell you you can't do things. People that want to cause strife and grief in your life. And here, this is, this is a, supposed to be a safe place. We can come here and know that we're loved here. And I can assure you guys that from the first time you step, into, you step into my group, you step into my group, whether I've seen you once or whether I've seen you for all four years of high school, I don't love you any less or care, for you, or care about your future any less than I do the person sitting beside you. I want to be here for you guys. And I want to encourage these guys in the, in the audience, in the crowd, to be here for you guys as you guys move forward. So church is a big thing. Pray is the next thing you need to do. How many times a day you guys pick up your phone and text or call your best friend? Or your girlfriend? Right? Or your boyfriend, right? You, uh, lots of times. You pick up and do that. I want you to compare that to how many times a day you stop to take some time out of your life to talk to the Creator and give Him the glory and thanks for getting you here to this point in your life. One of the biggest, and this I don't know how you guys are going to think about this, but I always hear parents say, you can be and do anything you want to be when you grow up. In my opinion, that is a, if we tell our kids that, I don't think we're leading them on a right and true path. I think it's important that we tell our kids that you guys can be anything you want to be. As long as you're walking in the will of God and you're walking the path that God sets in front of you. Because we get a tendency to try to do what we want to do on our own and try to be and go and, and just do what we want to do. I did it for years trying to do what I want to do. And if we just give up and give in to the power of God and let Him lead us where He wants us to be, I can promise you, you're going to be more successful. Now, I didn't say you were going to be rich because God doesn't promise us, hey guys, God doesn't promise us riches and fame. So success doesn't mean being rich. But you will be more successful and more happy in what you do if you allow God to lead you down the path that He wants you to be on. So we pray, we come to church, and we have to put God first. When Peter stepped out of the boat, he saw Jesus. And he did put Jesus, he, he made Jesus the first thing he looked at. The first thing he looked at and he was fine. And when he took his eyes off for a second and Jesus was no longer the first thing he was looking at, no longer the prize that he had his eyes set on, he starts looking at what's going on around him. And he got afraid. And he started to sink. Guys, I don't want to discourage you going out into the world. But you're going into a world that's going, to be a, that's going to be scary. You're going into a world that you when you go into a job, when you go into a job, I promise you every person there, 
Well, not, not always, but most of the time, the people there, they're looking out for themselves. They're not looking out for you. You're not going to have a parent call you in the morning when, you, when it's 8 o'clock and you're not at your job yet. And they, they say, hey, why aren't you not, your buddy's not going to call you and say, hey, where are you at? Are you late? Why are, are you not coming to work today? Those responsibilities of getting up, the doing things that become an adult, that's going to be your responsibility. You're going off to college, right? Whose parents wake them up in the morning now? Any of you guys' parents wake you up in the morning? Faith, I know Faith's parents do. Faith, would you get to class on time if your parents weren't there to wake you up in the morning? Probably not, right? And so now, if you're late for school or you miss a day, your parents get a phone call. You get a letter saying, hey, your kid needs to come to school. They're not going to pass. When you go to college, whether it's Cleveland Community College or you're in a job, your parents aren't going to get a phone call and you're not going to get a phone call, a nice little warning saying, hey, you need to come to class or you're, going to pa you're not going to pass this class. You're going to get a zero put down for where you didn't come to class that day. And your professor is going to go on about his business and not say another word to you. It's going to be your responsibility. But all these things Sandra said a while ago about being, uh, being successful... All of that, every bit of that, has to be centered around Jesus Christ. You can't put him to the left, you can't put him to the right, you can't put him on the back burner for a little bit. Everything that you do, if you're not doing it already, needs to be centered around Jesus Christ. And if you center everything around Jesus Christ, there's still going to be rough days. There's still going to be hard times. There's still going to be storms to walk through. But you're going to have the comfort knowing that Jesus is walking with you through every one of those situations. And he'll pull you out and he will get you through. It may not be the way we want it to be. It may not be as pretty as we like it to be. But I want to encourage you guys to keep Jesus at the center of everything. And I want to encourage everyone in this room to encourage and pray for these guys. I was thinking, I graduated 20 years ago this year. A lot's changed in 20 years. The world's changed. I've changed. And it's just getting started. These guys need your prayer. They need your support and they need your love. So that is my challenge to the congregation. We are supposed to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Pray for these guys as they move forward with college. As they move forward in their lives, not just in college. So, in closing, as we move forward, guys, and as we move, as, even for us, Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. No matter how big the waves get around you, no matter how much and scary the storm and the wind blowing around you is, keep your eyes on Christ. Or you'll be like Peter and you'll start to sink. But the best part about the, you know what's good about that story? Peter started to sink. But what happened next? Jesus stretched out his hand and pulled him out of the water. So there's still a happy ending there. Because even though Peter died, because you guys, me, all of us, we stumble and we fall every single day because that's part of our humanity. But Jesus is there when we stumble and we fall with his hand stretched out ready to pull you out of the water, whether to pull you out of the storm that you're caught in. So be sure that you're keeping your eyes focused on Him. And if there's anybody here who uh, needs to make a decision for Christ or is looking for a church home, looking for a family to pray and love them, we would love to have you. I'll be down front and would love to pray with you and meet you this morning.
Let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for, once again, for allowing us to be here to honor these graduates and to uh, dive into your word and just bask in your greatness, Lord. Lord, help us to support these graduates as they move forward with their life and whatever their plans are and wherever they go. And I pray that as they move forward, they keep their eyes focused on you in all the storms that life has to throw at them. All this I ask in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Would you stand as we sing our hymn of invitation, number 405, Have Faith in God, 405. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the message Chad brought us today. We just especially pray that you help these graduates and these young people stay focused on you and never lose sight of you and their plans and their future, God. Just be with us all as we go out today and uh, as we travel home or to other places and take care of us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.